Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome everybody to Going Greyhounds this Tuesday morning. It's 10.43am. I'm Mark Olmos and it's wonderful to have your company after what was a rather eventful weekend in uh, more ways than one and across, uh, well, all three codes, especially New South Wales and that bottom part of Queensland. Uh, we obviously hope that everybody is safe and uh, livestock as safe as can possibly be in these very, very trying times. Uh, we'll try to run through everything today here on Going Grounds. We've got a really good show for you. We'll chat to Mick Hardman again after a fantastic Wednesday night and hopefully it's capped off by an even better Wednesday night and then a better finals night, of course, Mick with some very nice greyhounds in the semi-finals of the Magic Maiden series. Sam Simonetta uh, also joining us from the mid-north coast, the Kempsey Grand Racing Club secretary, and we'll have Peter Lagosiani along shortly as well. To start things off, though, a racing wrap. The Golden Easter Egg Carnival kicked off on Wednesday night with the running of the Group 3 Magic Maiden Heats. Clocking the fastest time was the Peter Lagosiani-trained Lock Master, a son of Fernando Bale, and She's My Chicky, who clocked 30.07, a fantastic story behind Lock Master. If you haven't heard it already, we will go into detail with Peter in a moment. Things were thrown into chaos, of course, later in the week after New South Wales was hit with rain and flash flooding, uh, resulting in postponement of the Golden Easter Egg heats until Sunday night. However, on Sunday night, that weather was not easing and the decision was made to move the series back a week. Uh, Grand Racing New South Wales and the NSWGBOTA have decided to move the series back, which a decision was made on Sunday after a bit of time to let things settle and let a uh, proper decision be made on all relative facts. With new fields to be redrawn on Tuesday, it is now expected that WA stars Tommy Shelby and Zach Manelli will miss the series as they return home for the Perth Cup and Galaxy, respectively, and the heats of which will now clash with the Golden Easter Egg final night on April 10. The rain also wreaked havoc away from Wentworth Park. Meetings in the Hunter, Mid-North Coast, Central Coast have been abandoned over the past five days. We will be speaking with Sam Simonetta from Kempsey, as we mentioned, to discuss the impact the rain has had on their track. And for participants in that region, we'll be chatting to Sam later on in the show. We also had some big announcements last week with the formation of the Parliamentary Friends of Greyhound Racing Group and the announcement that a new straight track will be built at Goulburn. Those points will be covered tonight on the Catching Pen, Sky Racing to 7pm. Also a reminder for participants in New South Wales that nominations for the 2021 Gold Muzzle National Puppy Sale close on March 31, the auction to be held on June 20. The sale, limited to a maximum of 150 pups, is the auction that Group 1 winning sprinter Flying Ricardo was purchased from in 2019, as we keep on reminding you, $7,500. A remarkable, remarkable story. Now it's time for our first guest. 
Hear that? It's treble time at TAB. It's the popular exotic bet type where you can pick three winners from the three nominated races at the one track to be in the money. Go wide in each leg with extra runners or stick to one if you're on a good thing. It's just like a quaddy with one less leg. And it's now available on Australian Thoroughbred, Greyhound and Harness races. Check out the treble on the TAB app today. TAB. Long may we play. Subject to availability, races must be official nominated triple X for specified race meetings only. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help. 1-800-858-858. Racing. Lockmaster got away fairly. Firing out timely fashion. Ran to a lead of a length and a half on Lockmaster, who's rushing down the outside and moved up strongly. Cut and run work into the back and darted away the favourite. Springview Magic's going to second. Then Timely Fashion, All About Life, followed up by Cora Ray, Rockstar Orton. Then Perfect Parking, Intimidate at the rear. Lockmaster, a long leader on the corner. They're lining up for the Miners, but it's all Lockmaster. Lockmaster bolted in. Timely Fashion has run second ahead of Springview Magic. They'll followed in by All About Life. As mentioned at the top of the show, Lockmaster was ultra impressive when winning his heats. Of his heat, rather, of the Magic Maiden last Wednesday. Semi finals will now be run this Wednesday, and the final will be held on April 7. We will have a special feature interview on tonight's show, speaking with Lockmaster's owner, Adam Brant, and his son, Reese. A uh, piece that you will not want to miss on the catching pen. Peter Lagosiani will also have runners in the rescheduled heat for the Golden Easter Egg on Saturday night. Headlining his liner is Tab Million Dollar Chase, winner Handsome Prince. And his little brother, Ava Wine, he will also line up with Vicky's Queen and Barsha Blue Boy. Peter, good morning, and thank you for joining us once again. A beautiful story behind Lockmaster. Good morning, Marcus. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it's great to know that, uh, you know, greyhounds are, are favourable to, to small children too, you know. Uh, um, it just uh, sets a standard to where our industry is headed. And I think uh, this greyhound, whilst the story behind it is brilliant, uh, the stars seem to have aligned in that you get the feeling he might be pretty special. Yeah, mate. Look, uh, from the day I, I got him, he was a handful. And, uh, but, uh, you know, when I, when I put him behind the tin hair, he was, uh, you know, the, the times are remarkable. So, uh, we, you know, we had to trial him again, you know, just to see if it wasn't a fluke or maybe, you know, that the, the, the hair was clocked instead of the dog. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you know, you, you, when you get dogs like that, you, you, you know, you try to wrap them up in cotton wool, let me tell you. And uh, and he got injured, and uh, we, we turned him out and sent him up, like I said, to, to Michael Jones, the, the breeder, and he had plenty of time off and plenty of time to recuperate and come back a, a better dog, you know. You know, that's, his age says that, you know. He's, he's I think, bordering two, two-year-old. And, uh, yeah, look, uh, he's probably more mature than most of the maidens there and, um, you know, had, a, had a, probably a lot more schooling too, so there's an advantage there. So, But, look, happy with the way he's going. Um yeah, he's a, he's a real dynamite on the track. Mate, how about your property, your place, uh, and I guess your surrounding area at Londonderry after all the rain last week? Uh, everything, everyone okay? Yeah, Marcus, yeah, look, we're fine. You know, we've lost our, our, our training facility and our sand runs, our sprint lanes, our, our, our straight track. But, look, that's that's nothing compared to what people out there have lost. You know, it's absolute devastation around us. Um, you know, we've put our hand up, seeing where where people need help, and if, if you know, at, at any stage, you know, we've, we've we've got two sets of hands here that are willing to do anything for them. And uh, mate, I, you know, my heart bleeds for them. You know, uh, my wife reminds me what we've lost compared to what others have lost. Um, mate, it, it 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 doesn't even measure on the scale. You know, these guys have lost their livelihoods, their their homes, their their memories, uh, and which can't be replaced. You know. 
it was a big call to push the series back a week, uh, but a decision that was uh, made firmly and it had to be made and it was made on Sunday. Uh, gee, Goulburn has been a godsend for, for many trainers in your position. You were able to, to trial them yesterday? That's correct, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Hats off to Goulburn um, and, and, you know, Hats off to Jaron Stubby for taking a stance and uh, and and moving the series, you know, back a week or forward a week. And um, look, um, you know, maybe some trainers, you know, arguing the point. Maybe we needed two more weeks, you know, because a lot of us have lost our, our training facilities uh, and can't put the work in into the dogs that that are needed. But look, it is what it is. We've got to go with what we've got. And, and yeah, look, and and to Greg Hall down at Goulburn, um, who you know. We facilitated many, many trainers there yesterday um, and, and stayed the whole day to let us troll, to let us uh, give some sort of preparation for Saturday. Uh, mate, look, uh, I, I couldn't thank him enough and, and the staff down there, so it was great. Great to see that uh, these guys are, you know, in times of need, uh, you know, taking time out of their lives to um, to try and um, help others. What about your stars and even some of your lesser-known dogs? If you did take them to the trolls, how did they pull up? Who did you take down and how did they pull up, Pete? Oh, mate, look, I, I kept it simple, uh, you know, with, with the conditions. I just took the four that are going around on, on, on Saturday. Um, I didn't want to push the issue. Um, you know, Greg, was, like I said, he stayed back, uh, you know, as long as he could for us. So, um, look, they, they seem to have trolled pretty pretty good and they've pulled up, you know, well. Uh, you know, in saying that, you know, um, it's all about Saturday, mate. Uh, you know, we try to prepare them as well as we can. You know, we want to get them right for finals night. That's that's when you want them peaking um, around finals night. So uh, that's when we want them to go. So, but no, look, they they, they trolled pretty good on a, on a very heavy track yesterday. We'll, you know, smiles, you know, all round, you know, coming home. Who's your best chance of this weekend, uh, Pete? Is it last year's ten million dollar chase winner, Handsome Prince? How did he go around? Yeah, mate, he went, he went, he went. He knuckled down at the start, which is not like him, but um, he went pretty bloody good. Yeah, uh, look, um, look, I'll tell you, a dog that that you know that's taken to it and taken to racing and, and pulling up, you know, better than ever is is Barsha Blue Boy. You know, he's a real standout in the kennel at the moment. You know, winning the the Bullo Gold Plate and um, you know giving you know a couple of handy dogs that are starting a beating and uh, and running near record times. You know, every time we put him around. So if this dog handles the two turns, Marcus. Um, Look, he's going to be a delight to watch, you know, in the next couple of weeks. Gee, it's exciting, Pete. Um, and I love that quote, the handsome prince. Pretty bloody good, despite knuckling at the start. Uh, he went very close to winning the last edition with Federal Lily a couple of years ago. Uh, so your team, you're poised to go one better, Pete. You've won the richest racing grand racing a couple of times now. Time for an egg. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it was pretty devastated. You know, barnstorming finish by tipping Bailey to beat us. Uh um, you know, it was, I think it was one of the best eggs I've, I've ever seen. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, look, let's hope we can do one better this year. And um, look, making the final will be great, but um, winning it is what is what I want to do. Um, and that's what I'm in these races for, uh, is to win them, not just to contest in them. So, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to it. Righto, Pete. Well, thank you so much for joining us again on Going Greyhounds. And uh, above all, keep, uh, keep safe and well uh, there in New South Wales. Yeah, Marcus, just a quick cheerio to everybody out there. Um, you know, it's we're proud to be Aussies in these times. You know, mm. I'm born and bred in Redfern, mate. My dad calls me mate. He doesn't call me son. So I couldn't be more more happy to be an Australian than, than what I am today, seeing people, you know, band and bond together um, to, to, to help others, you know, and, and leave leave their own stuff at home and, and, and go and help others. So 
you know, good on to those uh, who, who are doing that, mate. Uh, you know, and to you guys, uh, the press that are keeping us uh, in tow and, uh, you know, inform- and informing us with everything that's going on, mate, we thank you very much, you know, from the bottom of our hearts. And um, everybody chin up and sunshine. apparently sunshine's just around the corner. So we're all looking up the heavens at the moment. Yeah, yeah, well said. Peter Lagosiani joining us on Going Greyhounds. And as we heard earlier from Dave Stanley as well, it's uh, just wonderful in tough times like this that everybody is willing to lend a hand. Not even willing will do it without even being asked. Uh, fantastic stuff. We'll into a break here on Going Greyhounds and we'll catch up with Mick Hardman after this. You know, cooking can be so tedious. Oh, which is why we now... A couple of days ago, this ad was still being written. And today, it's reaching millions. In uncertain times, you can maximise your advertising by maximising the speed and flexibility of radio. Because right now, the one thing you need in your marketing plan is the ability to change it. For speed to market that gets results, visit radioalive.com.au. Today's Racing, brought to you by Tabs Treble. First leg quarter fail, it's treble time. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Is your business recruiting? Nova Employment has over 1,500 people with diverse abilities ready to make a positive difference in your workplace. Nova has an unbeatable track record of success. I'm John Payne from Gregory Hills Hotel. Nova Employment provides us with staff that want to work and who are keen to do the job. They've turned out to be great employees. Nova Employment is a free service and government incentives may be available. Take the hassle and cost out of recruiting. Choose novaemployment.com.au. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Olmos with you. It's 10.56am. And I'm joined by Mick Harbin once again here on Going Greyhounds. Qualified four runners through to the Magic Maiden semi-finals for this Wednesday at Winty Park. Chase Me Honey analysing Springview Magic and Shoes Mistress. A couple of those, of course, winners uh, being analysing and Chase Me Honey. The other couple of place getters doing a great job also. And also in the mix... Uh, he will also have the Bathurst Cup winner, Zulu Warlord engaged, of course, placed in that Paul Thunder earlier this year in Saturday's heats of the Group 1 Golden Easter Egg. Uh, Mick, a very good morning to you, and thank you for joining us once again. We love having you on, but you've been pretty lucky around your area firstly, around Parksville, that uh, Goulburn area. Um, but still, uh, I dare say your heart and thoughts uh, with the, the people of the rest of New South Wales. Good morning. Yeah, good day, Mark. Yeah, um, yeah, I've got some friends up in um, Windsor, and they're not doing real well up there at the moment. So yeah, my heart does hurt everyone up there. Mick, you had a good night on Wednesday at Wentworth Park. Talks through your contenders in the maiden series. What chances do you give them uh, tomorrow? Um, look, they're only young. Um, they're still learning, but they've had plenty of field experience down here at Goulburn, and um, well, I educated them up at Wentworth Park for a number of weeks as well. So. Um, they're only young, they're still green, so anything could happen. It didn't actually go to plan how I thought it would last week. I thought the two that got beat would be better hopes. Right. And and so just coming out of that, do you do you you say were you surprised by the two winners, obviously, that you said, but were you surprised at how well they acquitted themselves on race night? Um look, I did I did take them up there a fair bit and put them in the kennels and um walk okay. into the box and all that sort of stuff. So they had plenty of work in that respect, but um, the two that got beat, well, they've been beginning fairly well, and and um, 
handling himself well in the field, and they actually both bombed the start. So in that respect, I was a bit surprised. The track was obviously wet and undeniably slower than average last week. Moving forward, uh, you would expect to, to see a few of these improve and furnish into nice races, especially in uh, in better condition. Yeah, look, analysing, I think she, she can get down to, to around the 32nd mark on a, on a good track. Um, Chase Mihani, she's probably about a 30 and 2 bitch at the moment. Um, and the other, or the dog, I think he's exceptional. Um, you know, I think he'll get under 30 with a, with a clear run or on a good track, but with a clear run, he could break 30. That's very, very exciting. Uh, very exciting, especially through these series. We see what Brayhounds come out and do out of these series and go on to much bigger and better things. What about the start? Zulu Warlord heading towards the egg hasn't trialled. But you were confident that racing will be off, so it gave him a hit out on the weekend. You happy with him leading up to this rescheduled Golden Easter Egg series? Yeah, well, I was actually happy with my box draw last week, and um, so it was sort of we used to see what happens today um, with the box draw in the fields and who's in and who's out. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's ready to go. No, that's that's very uh, very exciting. But yeah, you anticipated that this was going to happen, and um, may have a little head up on the on the rest of these chases? Yeah, well, I, I just thought on Friday, you know, with the prediction that it was going to get worse, not better. So um, I sort of give him the hit out on Saturday here at home in the afternoon. Um, and look, we, we were probably going to get blocked in because our, a couple of our bridges went under, a couple of low little right. bridges here. So, so I was probably not going to get there anyway. Um, so, yeah, I sort of just rolled the dice a bit. Uh, how is, speaking of your property, Nick, how is it, uh, how is it held up? Yeah, no, we're on the high side, so yeah, the the dogs and the kennel block are up on the high side, so everything's fine. But I'm not looking forward to another week or so when I've got to start mowing at all. <laughs> Mick, has it? Has it? Yeah, we we joke and we have a bit of a laugh, but it's a very tough time. Uh, do you do you feel like it? I guess dampened the lead up into the the Golden Easter Egg series. Yeah, look, you know, like I, I see out at Richmond, people are. Um, you know, vacate properties and stuff like that. And I'm from Richmond, so, you know, they're all mm. close to my heart. And, you know, I, I know what they've been going through, so um, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. Absolutely, yeah. And, again, yeah, thoughts are with everybody that's doing it tough at the moment. Mick, thanks so much for coming on again. I'm sure we'll speak to you soon. And best of luck with not only tomorrow night, but, of course, Zulu Warlord heading towards the Golden Easter Egg, hopefully the final, uh, which okay. will now be on the 10th of April. Okay, thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mick. Joining us on Going Greyhounds. We'll take another short break. On the other side, we'll have a chat to Sam Simonetta uh, up Kempsey Way on the mid-north coast. Off to a break first. Skipped breakfast. The chief executive of the Musselbrook Race Club, Dwayne Dow. Dee Stanley's your ambassador, isn't he? Yeah, Dave's been doing some great work for us and been able to get him to be a host for our passions on the field as well. So uh, that's going to be interesting. Has he picked up a lounge or anything while he's been in town? Because he, he, likes, he, likes, to, he likes picking up furniture and he likes getting it cheap when he goes to country free. towns. Yeah, free, Preferably. basically. Has he asked you about anyone in town? I'll tell you a funny story. There was a land that was dumped outside the race course a couple of weeks ago. Someone didn't want to take it to the tip, so I've actually got one down in our back rubbish pile. I can give you that if you like. Perfect. You'll take it. I do. If it's free, it's for DS. 100%. What do you get? He got a bed at Tari, so get now you'll get a couch. Now shut up and drive. The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. He's been looking for six months for a coffee table. <laughs> 
With Tab's Venue Mode, get the green light on exclusive markets and offers once you walk through the door of your local Tab. Inside, exclusive markets. Out, no exclusive markets. In, exclusive offers. Out, no exclusive offers. Bring your local to life. Make a date with your local today. Tab, long may we play. Venue mode available on the Tab app in operating Tab venues, agencies and selected race courses only. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help 1-800-858-858. Sickens timber stains are the choice of professionals. Hi, I'm Pete and I've been a professional painter for over 25 years. My old boss recommended Sickens and for the first time I used it on my own deck. I wouldn't use anything else now. This new BLX Pro Deck Stain is great. It's water-based, so it's quick-drying, so you can finish your deck in a day. It's perfect for getting the job done quickly. Try it yourself. Sickens, the choice of professionals. Now available at Bunnings and all good paint stores. G'day, this is Dave Stanley. Racing HQ Friday is all about winners. 9am, the putters panel. 10am, New South Wales previews. 10.30, Menangle with Fred Hastings. 10.45, Wentworth Park with Tim Newbold. And 11 o'clock, the Friday fill-up with Luke Marlowe. Friday is for winners. Racing HQ on Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Olmish with you. Great to... Have you joining us? Uh, we've had a, yeah, great to have our line back too. Uh, we've already had a chat to Peter Lagojani, of course, with Lockmaster in the Magic Maiden semi finals tomorrow night. A dollar sixty shot with Tab in the first semi final. Then over to the second semi final. Mick Hardman, who we just had a chat to, Shoes Mistress, was second on debut last week. A 440 shot off the inside. Looks to be a very nice draw. And then in the third heat, Mick Harbin has analysing, was a winner last week. It's at $5.50, but comes up against Bandit Ned. Uh, Springview Magic also at five fifty for Mick Hardman. So very exciting team. time for the Hardman camp. They've also got Chase Me Honey, a $7 shot uh, behind Modern Talking for Peter Lagogiani in the last of the heats. Those four heats, or semi-finals, I should say, are available at Tab. Go and check out the markets and see if you can't find yourself a bit of overs. Sam Simonetta now joins us on the line from the mid-north coast, which has been uh, inundated rather with rain and record floodwaters. The Kempsey track is currently underwater and the Warhope meeting has been transferred to Gunnada. Trials have also been cancelled at Taree with floodwater on the track. The secretary of the club, Sam Simonetta, joining us on the line now. Sam, first, can you give us an update on the town and region? Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. Yes, how you going? Um, Jesus, uh, it, these floods that we seem to we seem to sort of it's occurring only two well uh, more now than than in the previous few years. But I'll I'll give you give you give you a tip. We're starting to get really good at it. Hmm. Um, town the town's been cut off for the last couple of days. I've probably I haven't I haven't uh, actually even got out of the house to the trip. I finally got out of the house this morning to go down and have a look at the Greyhound track and. How's it yeah, looking, she's, Sam? Um, she's pretty well covered right over, and expecting more, more water to come because the majority of our flood water comes from the Georges River. Which, uh, a lot of the water comes from up around Armadale and those areas. And there's been times when when the town has, has had plenty of rain, but there's been um, no indication. But the track down there at Kempsey's gone over. But the good thing about the Kempsey track and in the position that it is, it's it's not a it's not a, a, a flood where the water comes rushing in and does a lot of damage. It just 
comes in slowly, rises, and then it just goes back the same way. And, and not really much damage happens to the track. And, um, we've actually we've been in the past where we've actually we've had we've flooded on the Wednesday and we raced on the Saturday and, and no problems yeah, right. whatsoever. Yeah, okay. But um, the town is pretty. Um, uh, I mean, as I said, I've only got down the, through the through the Kempsey, South Kempsey this morning, and it was pretty quiet. There wasn't many people getting around, but we got the young fella just went through town this, just a while ago and um, said there was a few cars floating about, so people are uh, coming back out of, out of their homes again, I suppose. There's not much rain happening at the moment, but um, it all depends on the weather, I suppose. Evacu- <laughs> evacuations were were underway in parts of the the mid north coast just last night. Yeah, just yeah. last night, and uh, the river just twenty centimeters from breaking its banks. What more can you tell us in regards to that situation? Well, the, actual, the river has actually dropped. Right. right. Uh, um, they've still got it. They're still saying to us we need to be ready to evacuate. But when once the river starts to drop, you can pretty well much say it. Um, it's not going to well. It won't happen. A lot of this is going to depend on the water that's coming down from upriver. Um, you know, we've we've seen it before. It happened the other day. Uh, the river was, I think, it was about six point four meters and rising, and it got to about six point four eight, and then it stopped. Then it dropped, and that and that's usually a sign that the water is going to come in over the flood banks. But um, it didn't happen. There was a bit of water on the roads through te- through the town, but you know, I, I, I've seen it go. Either way, but yes, it really depends on the water that's coming down from upriver. Um, at this stage, as I said, no, it's quite good. There's people flying around town, so I don't think there's too much um, worry of it breaking the banks. How about at this stage? How about uh, participants in the area? How are how are they uh, how are they coping? Uh, are they safe? Animals safe? Have you spoken well, to too many well, people I, on the I, ground? I haven't heard from many of the participants. I've had I did get a phone call from. GA New South Wales the other day, and if there was anybody in trouble, they just had to contact the club, and we could have get something sorted out. Um, at this stage, um, there's not much we could do as far as the dog track and the kennels concerned. But we could, we, there's, there's other people in the area that we could. I, I myself got 14 kennels still up at the property. If anybody needed a hand, or needed dogs to be to be uh, stored away for a while. Yeah, but, good on you, Sam. Um, at this stage, I haven't heard from any of the participants. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of participants in the Kempsey Basin itself, a few down South Kempsey, and um, we're all being cut off. But uh, at this stage, I, I haven't heard of any of the trainers that have been uh, flooded out. I don't know anything about the boys from up river, uh, up around um, Willow Warren and places like that. Uh, there's a couple of trainers up that way. I haven't heard from them, but if... Anything would have happened. I would have. I would have certainly have heard it. Heard something. They would have sang out and said something. Um, so, it's, it's a funny thing, though. It's, it's not only when not only in Kempsey, but Warwick was blocked off, and uh, Taree Track also went underwater as well. I've been looking at a few pictures on Facebook a while ago, and Taree it looked like coppers just as much rain as we did, probably more, I suppose. But um, but at this stage, the participants. Um, I haven't heard anything, but you know they all—they all know that it's a, we're a pretty tight, close group. If they need anything, and resilient, out. and extremely so, resilient, Sam. Oh, they, well, yeah. We, as I said, we—you know—we've had a lot of floods in Kempsey, and, and and what happens is you, you, after your first flood, flood, you you do sort of suffer shock. You go, oh wow, this is not good. 
Then mm. the second and the third time it happens, you, you soon learn pretty quick what you've got to do. Uh, you know the signs, you know what's, you know the water levels that you... I say to people here now, once you get to about 150 mil of rain, start uh, uh, grab all your equipment and start getting it up high up the ground, get your cattle out of its low-lying areas, because you know you get to 150 mil of rain, you're going to get it. <laughs> That's no, there's no way of getting around it. But so, um, this flood here has been one of the... Uh, the president and myself we were talking only the other day, and I said, I really can't see this thing going going the full distance like the 59 flood, but um, tell you the truth, I think we've had over 700 mil of rain, which is, is a hell of a lot of rain. And um, I just don't know when we're going to get back to the track. I mean, I really, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a great passion of mine, but, mm. and as I said, I was down there this morning, and you look at it, and you shake your head, and got in the car and drove back home, and you know, you just say, well, I hope it doesn't rain, continue to rain in the day. The good thing about it is they're forecasting the rain to drop off, which has dropped off a little bit here in Kempsey at the moment. I mean, I haven't seen a bit of rain for a little while, so that might be okay. But um, And Sam, you, 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 made, you may mention that you've got, uh, did you say 14, 14 spare kennels if anybody needs them? Yes, I do, yes. So, Sam, would you, would you mind if we gave your number out on radio? So if anybody wanted to contact you from the area... Um, they could contact you? Yes, that'd be no worries. Yeah, so uh, Sam's number is 0409 713 345. I'll repeat again, 0409 713 345. Sam, you're a, a very good man and we do appreciate you giving us that update as well as uh, being willing to lend a hand in the mid-north coast region. Thanks so much for coming on Going Greyhounds. No worries, I appreciate it. Thanks very much. Sam Simonetta there, the Kempsey Grand Racing Club Secretary. Right, I will take a break before we round out the show and we'll have a chat to Jason Patch-Adams to check out what's coming up on the catching pin. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. Tough, rugged, advanced. The new Nissan Navara is coming to Sutton's Nissan. Visit suttonsnissan.com.au slash Navara to arrange your test drive today. Bexley North, Bexley Road, near Kingsgrove Road. A lot of water on the road at northbound direction. Horsey Drive, Ferrers Road, a car broken down eastbound lane one. And Milsons Point, at Ringer Freeway approaching Lavender Street. Emergency roadworks with sign repair. Northbound lanes one and two impacted through that area there. By leaps and bounds, 15 kilo dry dog food for only $54 at Pet Barn. Complete and balanced nutrition your dog will love. Ends April 19 at Pet Barn. Conditions apply. I'm Silvio on Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Grey, uh, Going Greyhounds. Rather, uh, We're at the end of the show. We'll have a chat to, to Jason Adams. Joins us on the line. He, along with myself and Jason Lincoln, will be with you at 7pm on Sky Racing 2 for the Catching Pen. Uh, Patch, good morning to you. Uh, how's it going in Melbourne town? Yeah, good morning to you, Mark, and all the listeners out there. It's not too bad. It's a bit overcast, a bit of rain, but, of course, nothing uh, compared to what's been seen in New South Wales over the past few days. Now, Golden Easter Egg has been pushed back, obviously, a week, and we'll also have the launching uh, pad. That series continues tomorrow night. Uh, plenty to touch on on the catching pen this evening. There is. There's plenty, and the topic, I guess, you mentioned there was the rescheduling of the Golden Easter Egg. And I mean, I really feel for someone like Steve Noyce where whichever way they sort of went with what they decided on is the, how the rest of the series is going to play out. It's a lose-lose situation. But we'll speak with Steve on the show tonight. So looking forward to 
sort of getting his view on on how they came to the decision to, to reschedule and still maintain that three-week series. So looking forward to speaking to him. You mentioned the launching pad as well. Some excellent heats last Thursday night where we saw a number of very good performances and, of course, they all move on to semi-finals this Thursday night. So we'll be touching base uh, with Jason Sharp, who will be on the show, and also an interview that was done last week with Maddie Clark. So, like I said, two of the, the lead topics leading into tonight's show, Mark. Favourites for the moment, all-in betting for the launching pad. Kuro Kismet and Silver Lake are currently $5.50 favourites with Tab. And also, uh, Patch, here on Sky Sports Radio, we're doing a cracking dozen promotion and we're counting down uh, some of the best, or the best in our opinion, um, golden Easter eggs of years gone by. Do you have one yourself? Oh, look, I haven't seen a, a lot of them, Mark, compared to, to most people, I yeah. guess, the Fernando Bar one probably sticks out because it was probably one of the first majors that he won where no one really knew what he was going to become. So that was a real statement performance from, from Box 8. And, of course, we know what he went on to do after that. So that's uh, certainly one that springs to mind first up. Absolutely. We'll be counting down the 12 greatest golden Easter egg winners leading up to uh, the great race, which will now be on the 3rd or go again, the 10th of April, moved from the 3rd, called the Cracking Dozen. Looking forward to... Unveiling those dogs from next Monday onwards until, uh, of course, Good Friday and then the Saturday morning of the Golden Easter Egg with Richard Haynes, Tim Newbold and Paul Ambrosoli. Of course, the Ambrosoli, the consolation of the Golden Easter Egg on the 10th of April. Patch, looking forward to filming a little later on the Catching Pen with yourself and Jason Lincoln. We will, uh, of course, find out as much as we can about the current situation, not only with racing, but the people who are doing it tough at the moment, but also try to put a few smiles on a few faces. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. Couldn't agree more and, and looking forward to it tonight. Jason Patch Adams joining us here on Going Greyhounds. It's the end of the show. We really do thank our uh, our guests for coming on, Peter Lagosiani, Mick Harbin. We wish them all the best with not only this weekend, the Golden Easter Egg Heats, but the Magic Maiden Series tomorrow night and Sam Simonetta, uh, put it so well on the radio. Very resilient bunch of people on the mid-north coast, Dave Stanley. Certainly are, Mark. Mark, uh, I also heard Sam just speak before about uh, putting his contact details out there. If anyone needs any assistance, mate, what, what is that number? Yeah, to, he's got 14 spare kennels that he's more than willing uh, to help out with. 0409 713 345. That's 0409 713 345. Fantastic, mate. You have a good day and enjoy filming the catching pen and we'll talk soon. We will. And, uh, and, and just for a bit of perspective, you know, we're down here in Melbourne, uh, Dave, and obviously we can't feel it like the participants in New South Wales as well, but we are thinking of each and every one of the participants. The interview with, uh, was it Tony Ball earlier, uh, yeah. Dave? Uh, extremely, um, extremely hard to listen to. Uh, but like us, like we were mentioning before, people of uh, New South Wales have been through this before, extremely resilient and are prepared um, and are always willing to lend a hand, which is something that never, ever ceases to amaze. So to everybody from myself personally, uh, stay as safe as possible and uh, we'll get through to the other side of this together. Fantastic. Well said, Mark. We'll take a break on Sky Sports Radio, 18 past 11. I think we're actually going to try and chat with Wayne Billett shortly, the Chief Operating Officer from Greyhounds New South Wales. Just read the flood response for participants in the greyhound industry. And we'll also try and chat with John Dumasey as well, Harness Racing New South Wales CEO. So those interviews coming up shortly.